Hey, welcome to What's the Plot? This is Sean. <laughs> this is Mandy. And we're back <laughs> with another episode. <laughs> how are you? I'm good. How about yourself? I'm making it. Hmm, how you feeling? Today a little bit better, but still not where I want to be. Yeah. We got some background noise. Yeah, we do. AKA uh, people. So, yeah. <laughs> During this quarantine, we're grateful to be recording in the house. Mm -hmm. Some people can't record with each other. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> they can't travel. So, yeah. excuse some of the background noise. Mm -hmm. Um, How you been feeling? You've you been feeling all right during this whole little time? We don't have to go into it. Just ask uh, how you feel. The last few days has been much better for me um, versus the last couple of weeks. Um, watching less news, just staying informed, but less consuming less news and stuff like that because that can mm -hmm. kind of like drive you up a wall. Just make sure I do what I'm supposed to do, what they're telling us to do. Stay home if you can stay home and wash your hands and clean things and things of that nature. And it's springtime, so it's like perfect time for spring cleaning anyway. Yeah, wipe so, everything down, man. Yeah, Get it wash clean. everything, uh, vacuum, clean baseboards, clean vents, all that stuff. Yeah, disinfect, steam clean, mm -hmm. do some do some um, alternative cleaning. Mm -hmm. Take you know, care of yourself, take care of your body. Yeah, take your vitamins. That's what we should be. Uh, wash your body mm -hmm. thoroughly. Mm -hmm. Wash your legs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Please, and your ankles, and your ankles, and <laughs> wash your whole body, top to bottom. Mm -hmm. Um, so, um, how are you doing during this whole thing? I'm doing all right. Mm -hmm. Can't complain. I mean, I can. Yeah, and I have. Mm -hmm. But uh, we both have. That's all right. <laughs> but you know, it is what it is at this point. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a new normal, and it's going to be so. People should kind of get that in there. It's just a little bit, maybe not necessarily to this extreme, but it will be some new normals after this. Yeah, I think I think a lot of stuff is going to change. Mm -hmm. um, Workplaces, all that. Uh, at the moment, yeah, I mean, I feel like some people don't have a understanding of personal space anyway. You know, and it's it's crazy because we've had that conversation before. Where we'll be like in the store, mm -hmm. people will reach across you like you're not standing there, yeah. or you're in line, and people will walk up right behind you while you're getting ready to check out. And it's like I don't want you that close because you could be looking at my personal information, right? Just like things like that. So, I mean, after this, after the whole virus thing, so not the virus piece of it, but people giving me personal space, I'm good for that. I'm, yeah. I'm happy about that. Yeah, because people are nasty, so. Yeah, people be standing behind you just waiting and breathing in your air. People just cough in midair. That's always been a big people thing. People cough in midair. If I see somebody do that, I literally will go the other direction. Yeah, and I used to try to feel think that, oh, it was mean to do that, but it's mean to cough in the air and mm -mm. spread your freaking germs. Nope. So I'll go the other way too. I'll stop. I'll look at you dead in your face. I had a lady that coughed and mm -hmm. I looked at her dead in her face and said, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm saying, yes, you are sorry because you should know better. Exactly. You have gray hair. Especially. You look like you can be my grandma. Yeah. yeah. So you know better. It's nasty. Cover your mouth, Mildred. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why people do that anyway, even if this wasn't going on. Why are you just walking around just coughing your germs into the air? Yeah. It's really nasty. Mm -hmm. Or like people in store, you know, let me not take it. Go there. ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say like that one lady we saw in the store that day. She was like digging in her pants like while she was shopping. Oh, yeah. Yeah, people do nasty stuff. And then they touch the keypads mm -hmm. that you put your pen in. Mm -hmm. So for now, keep you some hand sanitizer on deck. And if whenever they decide to get you the baby Lysols again, get you some little travel size Lysol mm -hmm. and some wipes for the inside of your car. And 
people should have been doing this anyway but wash your hands when you walk in the house like it's amazing i'm learning like how some of the things that people just some of the basic stuff like every little thing everybody wasn't doing people would be lying if they said they were unless you're like an extreme germaphobe and you do it every day well i was watching an interview and you know interview i was watching i'm not gonna give him any credit on here but he's mm-hmm. a 40 some year old man close to being 50 he said he's just learning how to really wash his hands nobody ever really taught you how to wash your hands yeah but you know it's crazy what i went to school for we actually had checkoffs to properly wash your hands and you have yeah. to show people that you knew how to wash your hands because it's very important or some people it's just the thing that blew my mind is that at least some people were, were putting soap on their hands and immediately washing it off you could at least lather your hands even if you're not doing it to medical standard yeah you could at least lather the soap on your hands front and back for at least a few seconds and then wash it off people weren't 20, even doing that 20 seconds can feel like forever but like whatever man all you gotta do is Hit the lather, swish, swish, swish in the palms. Get under hit the, nails. Hit the back of them hands if you in have nails. In between your fingers, get yeah. your thumbs. Get the back of your thumbs. Get to the to that what my grandma called is that uh that wrist ankle. Mm-hmm. Get to that wrist ankle. Hit mm-hmm. that up real quick. And by the time that, that's about fifteen seconds right there. Count an extra five seconds and just rinse your hands in some warm water, yes. not cold water. And it don't have to be a special kind of soap. I know everybody thinks they're supposed to have all always have antibacterial soap, but soap. It's soap. As long as it cleans, you wash your hands with it. Yeah. And if you run out of, like, Clorox and stuff, then soap and water. But if you pay attention real quick, different, sorry, but if you pay attention to, excuse me, to the Dawn uh, dishwashing liquid, mm-hmm. under it in little print, it says antibacterial hand soap. So if you can't find any, like, hand hand soap, get you some Dawn or something. Mm-hmm. It's the, it works. Yeah. So... So being in the house, what have you been watching? Oh, good question. Um, so of course we watched is it Life After Lockup. I always forget. The yes, we watched part. it. The season finale for this time. We watched Tiger King. God damn it, you know it. <laughs> God damn it, you know it. Like we should review that. that oh would, man, but it would be so. It would be too much. I think. Oh man. And then. Um, um, the Avengers cartoon. I haven't really watched. I told you I have not been watching a whole lot of TV. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it. Have you been listening to anything new besides your Alexis French? Uh, I've been listening to Snow Allegra. Uh, I've been listening to I told you a little mix had on some new song out, so I listened to that. Um, I listened to some Drake, not the new song, uh, the Take Care album. Okay, good. It's a, um, it's a classic. Yeah. Been listening to a little bit of Jeezy. Did you listen to the new project? I have not. Listened it's to pretty, older. seven songs. It's a quick listen. Yeah, no, I'm going to get to it. I just, um, I don't know. I'm just trying to like listen to what I'm like in the mood for. And mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily always in the mood for like new music. That's mu- understandable. Uh, new music. But I think that's like pretty much it. Music mm-hmm. plus. So what have you been watching and listening to? I've been watching Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get into that show with Under 3000 mm-hmm. in a second here. Uh... I've been trying to put some new movies on the watch list, mm-hmm. but I've pretty much been watching the same thing. Like I've been watching the Avengers in passing. I've been watching a lot of YouTube stuff. Mm-hmm. Once again, that's the, mostly that might be the only other thing I've been watching is YouTube. This week I haven't watched any like barber stuff. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just been watching like researching stuff and just trying to stay away from the news and stuff like that. Trying to yeah. keep my head clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been listening to. For some reason, like every other day, I at least have to listen to Baby Pluto by Louis uh, Louis Vert, but whatever. Mm-hmm. But I listen to the new ASAP uh, 12 album, 
Um, and I just been listening to like little stuff here and there, some R and B. Um, little. Oh, I did listen to. There's three main songs on that Lion King live action album that I listened to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I listened to like those three songs. Oh, and not the Beyonce project, the soundtrack, the literal soundtrack for it. And of course, I've been listening to Joe uh, Joe Exotic. Yeah, you have not game. been listening to Joe Exotic. You you mean through yeah. the documentary? Yo, I don't care what nobody says. I don't know if she did anything to her husband, but the fact that Carol feels like what she's doing is any better than Joe is so nuts to me. It is crazy. It's like I don't know if she thinks maybe she treats the animals better, but you still have animals in their cages away from their natural habitats. And I know some people may say like, basically like they may be domesticated at this point, but that means nothing to me. Animals are very smart. You put them in their environment, especially around their own kind. And they may learn. Yeah, man. I, hey, yo, these, you know, from that first episode, how people, I felt these people, if you haven't watched the tiger King, watch it. Uh, we should do a special episode. It'd probably be like 20 minutes, but we ain't going to go into all that. Yeah. But if you haven't seen the Tiger King, this crap is so it's unbelievable. A, the emotion emotion level with this documentary <laughs> is a lot. It's so unbelievable that I'm like, bro, this has to be a mad TV skit. It does. It, him as a person, it does feel like a skit. I'm like, yo, this cannot be real. And then the people, the supporting cast. Yes, I said the supporting cast. Mm-hmm. This has to be a production. Mm-hmm. It is. And these songs, you keep pointing out, you know what? I don't think that's Joe Exotic singing. I don't think that's him singing. I think that's somebody else. Yo, these memes <laughs> of, about Carol. This, it's, You know, it's funny. I told you this. I said, it's crazy how this was happening in Oklahoma City mm-hmm. or Oklahoma, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. And we didn't know nothing about it, but I was like, "This is, this was their whole world." Yeah, and it was fucking, it was hilarious. Yes, it was hilarious. Besides them, it's crazy. I feel for because I believe you shouldn't be holding them. I can see if you were taking the animals because they were part of some zoo mm-hmm. or something and letting them live out their life till they died or whatever because they're in captivity. But yeah. I'm not really with that. But well, you know how I feel about animals being in captivity and how people treat the earth and like, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's just like when we watched, well, you saw my, my, my reaction from the first episode, like just the way that they were treating it. I was just, I don't know if it was shocked that I was feeling or anger. If it was a mixture, Carol basket, man, she did that shit. I think she did. it. She did that. And if she don't, if she didn't do it, she got somebody to do it. Yo, right into what is the plot? at gmail.com let us know if you think carol baskin did it mm-hmm. i say she did it. i think she did or, if, she, or did if she didn't physically do it she knows something about it and her new husband very weird they they are match made in heaven match made in heaven weird and then um that reminds me like when we watched uh blackfish yeah it's been, it's been with a while the orca yeah that made me so mad just like people just taking these especially when they're born they're just taking these animals from their parents, you know what I mean? Like they're not able to be nurtured by their parents. You're already, you already have them in captivity and then you're taking them from their parents. I don't know. It's just too much. Like it makes my mind yeah. just, but we'll, we'll move on from there. <laughs> Do you have anything that you've been wanting to watch or are you just up in the air right now? 
I do have one thing. It's called uh, Little Fires Everywhere, and it's on Hulu. Okay. And it has Reese Witherspoon, and um, her name is like the lady from Scandal. Carrie Washington? Yes. For some reason, her name was escaping me. Um, so I'm probably going to watch that. Oh. What about you? Nothing that I've been wanting to watch, but if you out there and you're watching a good doctor like I've been watching, uh-huh. you had a very upsetting plot twist mm-hmm. on this last episode, mm-hmm. which made me kind of kick my shirt. Oh. Yeah. Also, I think I said I was going to watch Ozark, but yeah, go ahead. Hey, I got to watch o- Ozark. I know some people have been watching it. Yeah. Uh, But we had a... Yeah, watch it, man. If you haven't watched it, if you know what I'm talking about, email. Let's talk about. It, let's chat about it, and we can. If you really want to talk about it, we could talk about it on the next episode. Mm-hmm. But if you watched it, he was like, "Man, come on, man!" In the boosty voice, "Come on, man!" <laughs> but yeah, so that's all I really have. You got anything else? I don't. What about news and rumors? You got anything for us? I do. I got a couple things. All right. Uh, so for those of us that are Marvel fans, so phase four has been switched around because of, of course, everything that's going on, mm-hmm. the film and TV industry is suffering right now. Yeah. A lot of layoffs, all that other stuff. It's kind of, it's kind of crazy to see. Um, so Black Widow has been moved to November 6th, 2020, which mm-hmm. originally was supposed to come out in May, I think. Um, Eternals, which was supposed to come out in November is coming out 2021. So basically everything has been pushed back right. in the order that it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, Shang-Chi is coming out May 7th, 2021. Doctor Strange 2, November 5th, 2021. Thor, Love and Thunder, February 18th, 2022. Captain Marvel, July 8th, 2022. And Black Panther 2, I think this was its original date anyway, which is May 6th, 2022. Okay, so it wasn't affected really, if that's the case. Nope, And I think Captain Marvel didn't have a release date, and I think they had just given it one. So, but I think everything else, because I think Thor was supposed to come out in November of 2021, but I think everything obviously got pushed back because it needs to be in a certain sequence. And this is like Captain Marvel what? The second one. This is just Captain Marvel 2, or do they have like a special name? Well, the same thing with like Black Panther and uh, the same way it is with Black Panther. They don't have like official names yet. Oh, okay. They're just saying like it's the second one of that. Installment. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then for people who have time to be at home or people who are just staying in the house whenever they can um <laughs> there are some um streaming platforms that are extending their normal like trials mm. or some of them might be a little normal but so acorn tv uh, is free for 30 days with a code it's free 30 um and their trial is normally seven days so you can check that out uh cbs all access is free for 60 days with a code so it's already free for 30 days but with that code, you get an additional 30 days, and the code is ENJOY. And then I'll um, say where I got all this from so you can look at it yourself. Um, and then the way that you do that, I think you have to go to your subscriptions and billing to do that mm. for the extra 30. Uh, Hulu is free for 30 days. This was normally seven days, right? I don't remember because we've had it for so long. I think it was normally seven days. It was either that or it was two weeks. Um, and then Netflix, it's still the same. There's is free for 30 days, okay. which I'm sure everybody knows. Get, get, get it. Uh, Sling TV Blue, which is obviously certain channels. So you have to look it up and see which channels they are. They are free for two weeks. And the good thing about them is they do not require that you put your credit card on there in order yeah. to do the two weeks. So you can watch it without having to do that. Uh, Showtime is, uh, also free for 30 days. Uh, HBO Now and HBO Go is free from April 3rd until the end of this month. Um, but it's only certain content. 
So you have to go and look that up and figure that out. So you may not be able to watch stuff like Game of Thrones and um, there's another series. I think Westworld you might not be able to watch. But they have a lot of like movies and TV shows on there. So they have a lot of good content on them to watch still. Um, So I got that information from CNET uh, for the majority of that information. And then I also got the information, I think, for... um, HBO Now, I got that from digitaltrends.com. Yeah, and I'll put all the links in the description. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Do you have anything that you wanted to add or you want to? No, I don't have any. Episode? I don't have anything. I'm just a little sad about the good doctor. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I'm ready to, ready to get into the episode. You need to have a special counseling session. Hey, you know who I think did it? Did what? The, the, the plot twist that happened on the good doctor. What do you mean? Who did it? I I think that it was the reason for the earthquake and all this stuff happening on the good doctor. I don't know what you're talking about. You don't know because you don't watch it. But yeah. if you know and you're <laughs> listening, you know who fault it is. It's Carol motherfucking Baskin's fault. What does what does Carol have to do with the good doctor? I don't know. <laughs> Let's get into that. Go episode. ahead. So we're going to do episodes two and three. Um, and what I'm going to try to do is go by characters um, and just talk about fully what they're going through throughout mm-hmm. the episode. So hopefully that works. Hopefully it's not too confusing. It's a lot of information, so I'll try to do it that way. So we are going to start with Maeve, Hector, and Lee. Uh, so the episode begins with Maeve, and she's looking out the window, um, and it's in Italy in 1943. Yeah. Uh, and it's called War War. You know, I can't say it. War World. War World. <laughs> and you can only get one of those out of me. I won't yes. try it again. <laughs> um. So obviously she's confused. There's a guy tied up in a chair. She does not know who he is. Um, when there's a man that walks through the door, um, she puts the gun into his head. She starts speaking a different language. Um, and then he turns around and we see that it's her boo Hector from previous seasons. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they're saying how uh, they didn't think they would see each other, how she tried to escape before, obviously, how she, uh, how he thinks he's found a way, a way for them to escape. Sorry. Um, they go through their journey, uh, trying to escape. They're running from, I put Germans. I think they're Italians. I don't know. Uh, I think it's Italians. Are they, uh, Nazis? Oh no. I don't know. That's the thing. That's why I thought like, whatever. I don't know. I think it's in Italy from what they were saying. Okay. Information wise for the episode. Um, and they end up at a plane where she realizes that Hector is basically only following a script and that. Uh, that he was given, and it wasn't, like, real dialogue between the two of them, like, throughout this entire thing. Yeah. Because um, he called her Isabella, and I think that's, like, how it clicked in her head. Like, oh, he's following, like, a script at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and his name now is Atore. Did right. I pronounce it right? Um, and okay. then as this starts to come to an end, she ends up shooting herself in the head because she realizes what's going on. Mm. Do you have any comments on that? Uh, um... Not really, but I do. I enjoyed. I enjoyed the initial scene because mm-hmm. it, it was funny. Because I was caught up in it as well. Because I'm like, oh crap, mm-hmm. they got to do the same thing all over again. But, oh yeah, yeah. But I was like, dang. Then she offed yeah. herself, and the, the dude that plays Hector, the original Hector, but Atore, whatever. Yeah, it, it was just funny to me. Mm-hmm. So okay. So most of them, uh, they have this thing in their head that helps them like adapt with that they can speak, right? Uh, they pro- put the program in. They, they they can upload. Remember, she was able to like speak. Was it Mandarin? 
Oh yeah, because the dude said it was like somewhere deep down in all their codes where they can understand each other's languages with like. So I'm assuming maybe because she was confused about where she was. Why was she confused? She could speak Italian. I don't know. She was confused. I she, she looked was... like it when she started speaking. Maybe she thought English would come out first, and <laughs> I don't know. I think she it took her a quick little second to like catch on to everything that was going on. Yeah. Okay. But um, also, so uh, when they're like in the car and stuff, and they're driving, this is I'm a little confused. So is somebody listening in, and then? determining what Hector says to her or did they anticipate what she's going to say? Because if you think about it, so they're in the car, she's telling him how she wasn't able to use her powers on the soldiers that were there. Mm -hmm. So he responds back and says like, you've lost none of your power over me. And then, um, cause he's giving answers that makes her think that he's still the same, Yeah, but he's really not. So, he says, he's saying stuff like, thought I'd never see you again. And then he said, I think I found a way out of here and we're leaving this world. So he's saying all this stuff to her. Is somebody programming that in I'm or sure they anticipated I'm sure, that? I'm sure it's already programmed in and it's anticipated. But you got to remember also with the whole way that they were made up initially, mm-hmm. they were made to kind of do like uh, improv. You're right. But it's like his answers just match so perfectly. Of course they do. Of course they do. Because, you know, it's improv. Yeah. They were doing it automatically anyway. Yeah. Okay. I just was a little confused. Yeah, you got to remember that they made them to fill in the gaps of things that's happening because so many different people come in and have so much different dialogue. Yeah. And they have the scripted things they say, but at the same time, it's like they were made to kind of like improv. Mm -hmm. So it's life. Okay. Go ahead. Um, so moving on with Maeve, um, she ends up getting fixed. Um, and then while she's on the table, she getting fixed, she touches Felix's hand, but he does not remember her. He just like looks at her and kind of walks out the room. Um, she starts to walk through the facility and then she runs until Sylvester, the other guy that was with Felix. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't remember her either. And he actually calls security on her. <laughs> That's what they should have did in the first place. Go ahead. Honestly. So, um, she goes back, like, she realizes, like, okay, this isn't right. She goes back into the room where she was, and then she tries to, like, euthanize herself by sticking a thing up her nose. Mm-hmm. Putting herself out of commission. Um, but then Lee walks in, who everybody thought was dead. So, he walks in with a cane and, like, all this other stuff or whatever. Um, and, uh, she asks him why he's, like, still there, um, like, after everything that happened. Um, and he says he couldn't leave her there. Uh, and in danger, and then he put her in world, 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 uh, because it's close to the forge, which is that world where the host went. Okay. Did you have any comments on that? Uh, no, because I was still in the groove as well. I didn't understand it as well. Okay. Maeve is really, uh, the way Ford made her, her intelligence, yeah. she's sharp i wonder why she wanted to just like take herself out completely she probably felt like she couldn't do it all over again like you gotta think about all this stuff we watched and all this stuff they went through mm-hmm. it's like again yeah Ugh. yeah um and the lead thing confused me immediately i'll just say that why oh because he got that he got hit up like a tree yeah <laughs> yeah they hit him Wait. with that <laughs> So he got hit like a tree. <laughs> Lit that boy up like a Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah. So that immediately confused me. I'm like, wow, okay. Um, okay. We got some magic bullets. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so moving on again with Maeve and Lee. Uh, so she wakes up again in the same loop. Uh, this time she tries to get Hector to come with her. Like they go through the whole little thing again. Mm-hmm. They get to the woods. She makes him stop the car. She gets out the car. She tries to get him to come with her. Um, but she realizes that he just doesn't understand what's going on. Um, and so she has to say goodbye to him, which is kind of sad because yeah. that's her boo. Once again. Um, she meets Lee in the woods so that he can help her to escape. So they end up going to the forge, which is that room where Dolores and them were. Yeah. Um, she asks him how, no, she asks, yeah, she asks him how to turn it on. And he says the same way that she did before. So then she tells him that she's never been there before, but he insinuates that she sent her daughter and the other host there by turning on the, uh, Li-Fi. Remember those cannons that they had in the episode? I think so. They're called Li-Fi cannons. Okay. Um, she realizes that Dolores was the one that, uh, locked them in their world. And then he starts to question her about, you know, whether or not Dolores gave her the coordinates and everything for the door. Um, and she asks what got into him and he starts talking about how she changed and how he loves her. And then he tried to kiss her, which seemed very unnatural to me anyway. Um, and then she (laughs) realizes that it's not him and that it's actually a simulation to get information from her. Mm. Maeve is very, very smart. She's sharp. She's like, okay, why are you asking me these questions? Yeah. <laughs> and then to ask me questions about stuff that I know for a fact that I don't remember. Yeah. To try to get information from me. And when he said that, he said, you know, um, basically, like, did she give him that? Uh, did Dolores give her that information? She said, why would she give that to me? <laughs> they thought they would. She was dumb. So I guess basically it's like a simulation that was set up to try to get information out of her about Dolores. But what trips me out is how they plan on getting information out of they the loop hints the same way. It's a standoff. No, I think this was a test for me. I think he figured he knew she would figure this out. Oh, I see yeah, what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Um. So then they uh, end up in Lee's office. She finds a tablet that has a copy of a simulation on it, like the coding and everything mm-hmm. that was used to build the world that she's in. So the code that's outside of the simulation is inside of the simulation, which is they're bright there. I think they know that she's smart. I think all of this was a test for me because he knew that she was smart. When you, th- when you say it like that, yeah. and what flashes in my head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so then she starts to question these two texts with a math question, which was this, what is the square root of negative one? Got um, me. Cause I was just standing there like them. Didn't too. even try to figure it out. <laughs> um, so then she ends up throwing a statue. Like she picks up this thing up. The other thing that was unnatural was, okay. So in Lee's office, mm-hmm. there's drawings of Maeve. There's the statue that she threw. It was of her. That was of her. Yeah. <laughs> like, I noticed that. This is a bit extreme. Um, so she ends up throwing that and it ends up like staying like, midair basically um and so she's like figuring things out like while these two people are talking which is why she asked the question she did the thing with the statue so what she does is she goes to make the storyline more complex so those papers that they were looking for those plans or whatever mm-hmm. that they were looking for in that world um she puts a copy of it in everybody's pockets yeah um in order to add complexity and break the simulation or overtax the system as yeah. they call it it's like cpu like RAM. Oh, oh, okay. I was like, what? Um, so then she wakes up and say it for me. War world. <laughs> See, you. I can barely get it. <laughs> so she wakes up there again. She just ends up bypasses everything. Hector, I mean, not Hector. Well, I'm gonna call him Hector. He walks through the door and she's like, uh, ciao. <laughs> she just like keeps going. 
So she basically like bypasses everything that's going to play out. She heads straight out to the courtyard uh, where she starts to like, because he has everybody out there like asking who has the plans and stuff. She gave up Hector and he looked at her like, well, dang. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, she starts to pull it like out of everybody's pockets and then everybody starts like shooting each other and things like that. Um, So then she shoots a gun in the air and then everything just stops. Um, and then she, so basically like she broke the simulation. Mm-hmm. Um, so then she has this tablet again. She uses a robot to pull, uh, her control unit from wherever, like whatever lab it's in. Yeah. Uh, but the robot gets taken down. It was like on a tree of so. like other ones as well. Like, I guess that were in simulation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's other peoples that are in there. I'm assuming maybe Lee's in there. I'm assuming Hector's is in there because yeah. I don't know if this entire thing was built for me, but I think that this was a test for me. Familiar, uh, familiarity. Yeah. To get information out of her. Yeah. Because, real quick question, like, uh-huh. where, where were they going to go? Who? Like, if they were to get out. or there's no, I don't know what she was putting on. It's all a simulation anyway. Um, it's all connected, so it doesn't matter. Also, so remember when we were watching it and you were saying, like, how did he start, like, stumbling when he got to his name? <laughs> Yeah. It was a glitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know. Was, <laughs> I know it was a glitch, but I just thought it was funny. Like, come on, y'all can make it better than yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, also, fun little fact for you. Do you remember the scene with the two guys in the room with the dragon? No. And he's like, oh, oh think- yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were the, the creators of Game of Thrones. Get yeah, yeah. <laughs> remember I, I looked at him I was like because he looked familiar and I was like I thought he was dead I thought he was somebody else those were that's Dan and Dave the co-creators of Game of Thrones and somebody said like they used to joke about you know Game of Thrones and uh, Westworld collaborating Ooh. and uh, no. so mm-hmm. that dragon was actually a Game of Thrones dragon because remember I said I was like oh that dragon is nice they must have paid a lot of money for that scene yeah yeah so that was them um, so it's like oh that's kind of cool um and so then we'll get to that last part. I'm going to wait for this this one piece with Maeve because that's how the episode ends. Okay. So that's pretty much where we are with Maeve. Did you have anything extra on her? Or any I'm really overall? enjoying uh, Maeve's character. I do. I like Maeve a lot. Uh, she, character development with Maeve is great to me. It's come a long way. Uh, even if she started going bad right now, that's up to this point. You know what I love? How I, she talks to everybody like they're so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Up to up to this point, if she if she decided to go bad, uh-huh. I'd be like, whatever. Yeah, I probably would still I probably would still be a mid yeah. side. <laughs> yeah, she has some some fire in her, but other than that, like she totally like basically he didn't love anybody but himself, so that's why she knew it wasn't real. Yeah, <laughs> and he touched her at one point because he's like, oh, I feel real. This feels real. Everything looks real. And he touched her arm or something. He's like, you feel real. And she like smacked him. <laughs> I like him. He got on my nerves at first. Yeah. Um, but I like him pretty much. So that no other thoughts on Maeve? No other thoughts on Maeve. Um, okay. I wish Lee did actually survive that. We don't know yet if he actually did, but from what we've seen, I don't think, I he, don't did. think he survived that. Mm. Uh, yeah. Okay. Shout out Hector. Very smart of her to figure out, okay, let me do all of these different things so mm-hmm. I can figure out. Because she said you can only... Um, how does she word it? Um, there's only so much processing or something. She yeah, like. it's like RAM. Yeah, and so she's like, okay, I'm going to do all these things. Because you know at one point, so she had the two people in there 
talking to each other about the math question. Right. All these other texts ended up in there too, trying to figure out the question. Right. So it's like she she's pretty smart. They're I, trying I like to figure it. out the problem. Yeah. But they didn't solve it. They just made more problem. That's very true. Yeah. That's very true. Okay. Um. So we're gonna move on to Bernard and Stubbs. So Bernard, uh, as we saw in the previous episode, he's now heading to Westworld. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes into that, that little house or cottage or whatever it is that Ford built where he has that weird little family there. Yeah. Um, so he finds Stubbs in the room with all the previous Bernard hosts that for some reason are still there. Um, <laughs> and we find out that Stubbs is a host, which I don't think too many people were too shocked by that. Maybe. I were got you? a question. I posed a question to you. What? Do you think that they... Uh, Flip Stubbs to being a host after so long. Do you think he was initially meant to be a host? Mm, good question. I think he's always been one. Um, I don't know that because at one point he told Bernard that, and it's obviously in here, he didn't have a backstory. He said that was more of a uh, Bernard's thing because he basically like had his but I'm talking about in the previous seasons what do you mean no I uh, think he was a host then the whole time I think he was a host the entire time okay um I don't know if, if too many people were shocked that Stubbs was a host though it didn't really do nothing for me but I just posed the question like was he always the host or did they say you know what let's keep this guy on now he's a host yeah that four put here let's give him some type of story it links in real quick it's mm-hmm. not too extravagant and yeah. there you go the, the character yeah that we know already yeah um and so um we find out that okay we find out that he's a host uh he also tried to put himself out of commission because his mission was complete at the time, but he missed the chart. You know the thing that's in their neck if they walk out. Mm-hmm. It blows explodes. up, like yeah. C6, whatever. That's where he tried to shoot himself at. Yeah. Um, so some people were, from what I've read, some people were like, okay, was this done on purpose? Because most of them have, like, immaculate shot. Right. But he just so happens to miss that in his neck. Mm-hmm. And so some people are wondering... Was this done on purpose? Or, you know what I mean? I'm telling you. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what would lead to him doing that, like, on purpose. Unless somebody had him do that on purpose. Mm-hmm. Do you think Ford's still running around here somewhere? He's in a computer somewhere. I mean, I know he's still, like, his his consciousness is still somewhere. He's still somewhere hitting people for parodies. God, parodies. I, oh, my goodness. Riddles. and <laughs> Life is like a box of chocolates. I was like, oh, my gosh. Just tell us what you're trying to tell us. My God. It jumps, but it kneels before it lands. <laughs> All right, bucko. Um, so, of course, Bernard fixes him. Um, and then he tells Bernard that the last job that the boss gave him, which was Ford, uh, was to protect every host in the park, which I'm not sure why he said that, because if that's the case, he completely failed. He definitely failed. And that's, that was one. That was one of your critiques. I remember you saying, like, security not knowing a lot of stuff that was happening in the park. Yeah. So I agree. Um, what was I going to say? So uh, it was to protect every host in the park, and then he had to cover Bernard's tracks to give him a chance to escape. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of pissed at uh, Bernard. He's like, well, why are you back here? <laughs> yeah. Um. So he tells him, like I said before, that Ford didn't write him a backstory and that he had one job to do and it was completed until Bernard showed back up. 
So his job to, I don't know why, it's to protect every host. How would he do that exactly? I don't, I don't know. I'm telling you, some, something's kind of off. Now, do I think that Stubbs knew he was a host? Because remember when he was sitting down and Bernard's like, oh, you're one of us. And he was like, no shit. So he must have known he was one. Yeah, it's possible. But I t- I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I think that he was the last in. Mm-hmm. I don't think that he was initially a host host like that. Like, if that makes sense, I don't think he was a host. You think he was a person and they killed I, him and made him a host? I think he was. No. <laughs> what? I think he was always a person. And what happened was in order to have those little intricate spots filled up, they mm. made him a host. So you think he's still human but has host abilities? No, I think that he was human in the first season. Okay. And then they said, you know what? Let's more. Make- oh, you mean the writers? Yeah, let's make his character. Oh, okay. A I didn't host. know what you meant. I was going to say, what? Because then we can tie things into him and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Um. The only thing I'll say about that is a lot of the times, because I'm not saying that things can't change on the fly. A lot of the times, writers and things will have things figured out much further in advance. I'm not saying always. I'm not saying always, but you could be right. You could be right. Oh, I'm not saying I'm. Maybe they right needed they needed a certain character, like you were saying, for this role, and because we already knew Stubbs, they were like, okay, let's use. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of them in there were hosts. That's what I was thinking about. I, but I thought everybody else was host outside of Stubbs. So, oh, yeah. you didn't think he was a host? I didn't think Stubbs was a host. I wasn't surprised. But I, at the same time, I wasn't surprised. As yeah, well. somebody said he he never aged. So <laughs> that was another thing. Like he was still in like, I don't know if he was in flash. Was he in flashbacks? I don't remember him being in flashbacks. Now I have to go back and look because I don't remember him being in flashbacks. Okay. Yeah, somebody said something about him not aging too. So yeah. I don't know. Um, so, uh, Bernard says that he came back to, uh, because of Dolores. Yeah, he came back because of Dolores. Wait. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. so I'm losing myself. Sorry. I'll go ahead. <laughs> um, he came back because of Dolores and that she made him brought him back, uh, just in case she goes too far and she needs a check on herself. Um, she, he says she wants to destroy the human race or enslave it. Uh, so he came back for Maeve to help him stop her. So I guess that is her mission. Because remember, you confused, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Think about what? Dolores. Now you now you know she has a, a, a you know plan out there. That mission is garbage. Why is it garbage? Yo, if you think that mission is garbage, hit us hit us up at. I asked you. Why do you think it's garbage? I'm just tired of her, man. It's like okay. Besides you being tired of her, that's not what a, is it going to compl- What is it going to do? I what don't is know. the end result? You know, Dolores is. Uh, I don't want to call her a tortured soul, but she feels like <sighs> she ain't got no soul. Let's just keep it a buck. Okay, you're going to hate everything that's Dolores. No. So I don't know how you're going to get through the next episode. No, Dolores is cool, but this <laughs> yeah. mission she on, I don't get it. I what? promise I promise it better be fire. Okay. Um, so, Stubbs says that he will take um, him to her, the Maeve, 
of course. Um, so he ends up taking Bernard out to cold storage, and they find me, but her control unit is gone. Carved that thing out. They did. Um, which I was kind of surprised because I didn't think they were going to find her body there. In cold storage? No, she remember she was on the beach, like just laying there. So they had her. But because of where we had seen her, like because obviously these scenes are sequenced much differently from the way that I'm talking about them. At the time when we were seeing Maeve, I thought that they had just built this new park. Oh, park. you thought she was like a whole nother yeah, unit. I didn't think that they would find her body either that, or I thought maybe they replicated her body. Right. Took her out of that one. And, but wouldn't it made any sense because her control unit would have still been the same. So, right. Um, Bernard goes looking for the nearest computer so he can connect to the mainframe to search for Maeve. Um, so he gets there and I think it's in somebody's office. I can't remember. Um, so he starts to scan himself to make sure that Dolores didn't plant a code in him. Um, so guards come in, they notice Bernard while he's scanning, um, Stubbs fights basically everybody off. Um, and then Stubbs stops him from scanning and says they need to go. Yeah. You have any thoughts on that? No, I just thought it was stupid to do it at that time. Why? He had to do it at some point. At some point, but. Well, he said he had built a tablet outside of there of course but if Dolores had planted something in him then it may not find I guess like any anomalies or anything yeah. because he probably wouldn't know what to search for so you had to use somebody else's computer that wasn't maybe tampered with mm-hmm. when it came to Dolores so um, so then Bernard is uh, preparing to leave and he tells Stubbs that he found some information in the library um, and that Dolores focused on finding out things about uh, certain members that were in the park, and he pulled up Liam's picture, um, and he says that they need to start by finding him. Um, so then Bernard changes, because Stubbs was like, okay, once you get out to the fishing boat, I'm going to basically, like, off myself. Yeah. Uh, so Bernard changes code to no longer retire himself, and that his new directive is to protect him at all costs. Yeah. Smart idea. Why? You said all you had to do was just ask. No, nah, I don't think so. <sighs> I don't think so. I think you have the program to do it. So I've been paying attention to that little circle in the beginning. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the little anomalies popping. So it says divergence, South China Sea, mm-hmm. which that divergence would be Bernard because Bernard, Bernard, Bernard is in the South China Sea. That's right. how we got to. So I wonder what this stuff means. They're going to tie it together. And yeah. it better be fire, too. It ain't better be nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so then to end this uh, Maeve wakes up in a bed um, she walks through her dress is really cute by the way uh, she walks through the house that she's in and then she's greeted by the guy Serac 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 so basically she's in the real world now so um, he asks her to help him to take down Dolores of course she refuses because um, she said like you should know like She's first. She's like, first of all, basically, like, why would I even help you? Yeah, and you know how I feel. If you've been watching me, you know how I am. Mm-hmm. Um, so she refuses, you know, to help him at that moment, and then she attempts to kill him with like a fork or something that was on the table. It's a knife. But he freezes her motor functions with this remote that he has, which looks like the remote that Bernard has. Oh yeah. Um. Uh. So even though he freezes her, I think she's still conscious in there, right? Because mm-hmm. he's talking to her. Um. He told her that next time maybe he can persuade her. Um, that their interests are aligned. So, yeah, I like that he thought of that. Well, he said he had to cover all of his bases and stuff. Um, and then so that circle that's in the beginning, mm-hmm. 
That circle is also, I think it's on the ceiling or something, in the room that Maeve wakes up in. Well, I didn't pay attention to that. So, is that the system? It may be, though. That's showing in the beginning, the system's picking up different things? Probably so. Okay. Probably so. So, what did you think of this episode overall? Come on, give me some information. I liked it. Okay. The dress was nice, whatever. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Just, like, overall I, thoughts I, of it. I liked the episode. I think it was a good episode. Mm-hmm. Uh Especially coming from episode one, which it was just like pretty much seemed like a spy, shoot 'em up, undercover type, yeah, uh, data gathering type thing, and whatever. I'm going to show you whatever, but yeah, it all has a, a place in a the season or whatever yeah. in the series. But I did like the first. I mean, I, I did like this episode, the yeah. second episode, yeah, a little bit better. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, I pretty much liked it. Um. Overall, I told you Maeve is, like, one of my favorite characters. Um, I love how smart she is. How she just, like... Of course, she wasn't necessarily always that way. She made it to where... So, I wonder how her settings are still the same. I don't know. She's like an Apple. What does that mean? Like, the other hosts are, like, Microsoft. She's like Apple. Why not Samsung? (laughs) Maybe she's Apple and Dolores is Samsung. Why is Dolores Samsung? Because... People want her. People kind of don't want her. So she's mad. So she's doing it. Well, Apple uses Samsung cards. Mm. But anyway, well, a lot of these companies share things. Um, but <laughs> like our money. I <laughs> yeah. Um, I enjoyed it pretty much overall. Um, I do love that they keep building on Maeve. Um, I thought the uh, pieces with Lee were pretty funny. Um. Yeah, I agree. What else is I going to say? I don't know. I'm trying to pay more attention to things, especially since we're still sort of kind of new to this. So I'm not sure what all I need to be paying attention to. Yeah. Um, sometimes you read things and people are noticing like every little thing, but we're still kind of new to it. Um, what was I going to say too? Um, dang it, I lost my train of thought. I hate when I have I feel bad for people that are like super duper into it. Uh-huh. But I also feel like that's cool too. Mm-hmm. But also the people that are, like, super, super, super into it, yeah. they can't really enjoy it because they're looking for certain things. Well, you can, but... No, I'm saying, like, some people won't allow themselves to enjoy it because they're, like, they didn't put this in there, they didn't put that in there, I don't see this, I was looking for that. It's like, yeah. we're just, like, alone for the ride and just actually just enjoying it as we watch it. Yeah. I had something that I wanted to say. Oh, so it's kind of sad that she had to leave Hector behind. I wonder if we're going to see him again. I feel like we are. Also, um, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, so she had to say goodbye to him. But then, do you think she started to just, like, maybe it's because she realized that it wasn't real, that her, she didn't really care too much for Hector when she kept seeing him? Because remember, like, she just walked past and was like, ciao. Do you think that she just was like, because this isn't real, there's no need for me to waste my emotions on this? Yeah, I think that she's, like, felt like that's probably not really him. Okay. You know? But you know what? She. So I wonder how that goes because. Oh, never mind. That was in the simulation. I'm tripping. Mm-hmm. I was going to say she saw his body being washed down, but that was in the simulation. So never mind. But overall, I enjoyed the episode for the most part. I enjoy most episodes with Maven and so. Yeah. Um, you ready to move on to episode three? Did uh, you have anything extra? Nothing extra. Okay. So we are moving on to episode three, which is called The Absence of Field. I'm going to look into these names. Of these episodes. um, So I can know what they mean. So this one's kind of like... 
not all over the place, but I'll try to narrate this as best as I can. So, um, so this one starts with the snippet of a recording from Charlotte Hale. Mm-hmm. Um, we see her, and then we see her being made into a host. So this clip is from when she was in the park, and you can hear like the gunshots and stuff in the back. Yeah, she starts. She does a recording on one of the hosts because you hear her say "Bring yourself back online." Then she does a recording for her son Nathan. Yeah. Um. So then we also see her being made into a host by Dolores. Um, so once she's made into a host and she sits down on the couch and everything with Dolores, um, she starts panicking. Um, whoever is in her body is confused and Dolores tries to get them to remember who they are. So my question for you is, who do you think this is? I thought it was Teddy at first. I am not sure. I thought it was Teddy. But. I thought it was either Teddy, Clementine, or is it Armistice? I don't know how to pronounce I don't know that chick's name. The one that blew up? Yes. I'm thinking it's her. You think it is? Yeah. Okay. The only reason why I'm, I'll tell you why I think it may be Clementine, but I could be wrong. But those are my top three. Other than that, it probably could end up being somebody that's not even any any one of those. They need to get rid of Clementine. She's been through a lot. Well, that's why I thought it was her because of the stuff that happens in the episode. Clementine is so like beat up in the brain. I thought maybe it was her, but I'm not sure. <laughs> what? Beat up in the brain. <laughs> She's been through a lot. She has. Um. Yeah, so whoever it is, they start to panic or whatever. Um, and then she shows them who they need to pretend to be, who is Charlotte Hale. Um, and then she asks, you know, why do I have to be her? Like, she tried to kill us and all this other stuff. But she needs her to pretend to be Charlotte because they need control of Delos. Right. Um, also, do you, in the first episode, so when, remember they were in that meeting and she asked that computer, like, for a vote or something? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody said that may have been a stand-in for a... William. Oh, get out of like, here. Really? No. You think so? Well, he's a host, right? You think so, though? That's what they said. They said it may have been. They don't know for sure. Mm. Um, they reaching. It could have been. Because he's a, he was like majority owner or something in it, right? Yeah, I think so. Like, he owned the park. Yeah, I don't know. Pretty much, right. Um, And then she... uh. Whoever is in the host body. I keep saying they. I might end up saying she because it is Charlotte. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she asked why uh, she brought Bernard back. And Dolores said it's because they all have a role to play. So she has these little balls on the table. One of them is Bernard's. So she slipped into the little thing and it showed Bernard's face. Um, she says that the way humans have built their world, it's easy to basically like make it all come crashing down. Yeah. And, the, and then she says... Um, whoever it is I don't know who she she just says they she said they don't know that they survived yet so I'm assuming it's maybe the people at Delos don't know that they survived oh like the host that that her and but, some and the, the, the whoever the other person is inside of Charlotte survived mm. so do you have any thoughts on that scene your favorite person in the world uh no no does it you're just gonna say no every time no. <laughs> um, so, um, whoever is in the body or whatever, she then meets with some people that are selling these robots. They bring them in like suitcases and these suitcases or whatever just assemble together and perform this bigger robot. Um, and on the side of the robots, it says riot control. So I don't know if maybe they're built for like, should some shit go wrong? Yeah. That's what they're there for. Um, because they said, I think they said the Saudis or Saudis. I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, whoever it was, they backed out after what happened in the park. So maybe they don't want to have to deal with robots or anything. 
Yeah, it's getting busted anyway. Um, a woman uh, then approaches her, uh, I think her name is Irene, uh, and she says that they can't go private because somebody is snatching up stocks. Uh, <laughs> and they have uh, 38% control now. Um, oh, and then whoever is in that body walks away and calls someone, which I'm assuming is Dolores. So, yeah. What do you think about that? Uh, this is the first time we see like her mutilating her body. Whoever, yeah. whoever this is, is in a body or whatever, mm-hmm. which made me think like whoever this is has been through some traumatic stuff. She keeps scratching her arm. That's why initially, I don't know if you said it or I thought it, I'm not sure. Maybe mm-hmm. you said it like Clementine. Yeah, Clementine, excuse me, um, and that's why I also thought Teddy because I'm like, but I, no, yeah, I don't, I don't really know. I'm, I'm really, I was trying to like think of other people in the park who may have had a connection to Dolores, but I don't really know anybody who has like a major connection to Dolores right. besides the guy that played her dad, mm-hmm. or Teddy. Or Clementine, or that armistice lady. Yeah, it might be. I feel like it's her. Might be. Um, also, in the beginning, with that little circle thing, I guess it's the system. Mm-hmm. When it before it goes to Charlotte, when she goes back to the office, it says "elevated scrutiny," San Francisco. Don't know what that means. Me neither. Um. So where are we now? Okay, so then, um, she receives a voice message. Um, which it just plays like a noise on the phone. Um, she's standing outside and she has blood dripping down her arm again. Um, and then Irene shows up and lets her know that Serac, or I don't know how to pronounce his name. Is it Serac? I don't know. Call him Serac. Shout out to okay. Diddy. Um, <laughs> she let her know that it is him that's buying shares, um, in the company. Um, she says they can't find any information on him because his information has been scrubbed. So he's like, off the radar basically yeah um she said they made a transaction with him she said two decades ago just say 20 years um <laughs> they made a transaction with him 20 years ago half a dozen i hate that too <laughs> i hate that she's like two decades ago and i was like girl just say it was 20 years ago my god um and they sold him some data i think 20 years ago i think i don't know hmm. um irene says now that uh He's found them. So, you know, they, they know, you notice they keep saying, like, you don't have to find him. He's going to find you. Yeah. I want to know more about this guy. Yeah. He's the goat, probably. Uh, yeah. She says, now that he's found them, uh, what is he going to do to them? Um, so then after all of that, Charlotte arrives at home. And then upon arriving, she gets another voice message. Um, and then she goes inside. She's startled by, I'm assuming, who was her ex husband, Jake? Played by. The ladies love Michael Ely. Michael Ely, ladies <laughs> love. You know they, they've had some uh, celebrities in these last few episodes. They got that budget. Yeah, see. Give it to Dolores. Well, they're all celebrities, but you know what I mean. Give, give, give it to Dolores. No, I don't do Dolores like that. They could pull up. I ain't, I ain't a nobody right now, but I pull up with the fly, fly. Here you go with this again. Um, we did it. She asked him like basically how she how he got in. He said he what lived there for eight years or something. Yeah. That's a um, so then she immediately starts kissing him, which I agree with your point, but I'm assuming she knows who he is in her head because she has, does she have some of Charlotte's consciousness? I don't think so. Cause you're, you're right. She, he could have been anybody. Yeah. <laughs> she just started slobbing him down. Been somebody there to kill her. Um, and he said to her like to be quiet, uh, because, uh, he might hear. Um, and she says, who? And he like, well, damn girl, <laughs> because she didn't know that. Right, and that's what led me to believe that she didn't really know who he was. 
because I feel yeah. like Dolores does her homework, and I don't feel like she she should have known that. Well, when she was downstairs before she went upstairs, she saw somebody in there walking around. So that's why when she walked in, she was walking in the way she was walking in because she saw whoever it was from when she was down on the ground. Mm-hmm. But you're right. I wonder how she knew, like, or maybe she just wanted to. <laughs> Whatever. That's the only thing that I can think of. Uh, so when she says who basically like that upset him, um, he says that he was giving, uh, you know, trying to give her the benefit of the doubt. She had experienced a lot of stuff in the park. She had forgot to pick up her kid before. Um, I don't know if this was before the whole park thing. And then he said, go ahead and tell him that, you know, um, it'll never happen again. Something he was saying. Which led me to believe that this is, that's not her new way of doing things. No. It's not like she's been this great So in person. this episode, we're also learning a little bit about Charlotte without Charlotte not uh, being there anymore. Yeah. Um, which is kind of sad because she never really had a chance to con- co- correct anything. The oozy waste of time. What? <laughs> <laughs> um. So he's talking about obviously their son Nathan. So uh, she goes into the room and then she starts talking to Nathan, and Nathan's just like not feeling it. Um, he says that I wonder if he knows something or if he's just saying these things, not realizing how they hit. So he said that she's not his real mom, uh, she doesn't love him, and that he wants his old mom back. The kids know it's probably just a feeling that she uh, she gave him. This is going to happen again in this episode, and I'll point it out yeah. to you. Go ahead. Um, so then moving on to another scene with Charlotte. Uh, there are two people that are in the office with Charlotte, and they're saying how they did an inventory of all their assets and that some of them were low-level storylines, but May's Pearl was stolen. So I think that's what they're called, little, little balls. Little balls called they're, Pearl? They're called Pearls. Hmm. <laughs> they say that whoever took it had admin access level, um, that it was an inside job and that the security system is still heavily damaged so they can't see anything, of course. Um, she says that whoever stole it was feeding information to Serac. Um, she leaves and then she calls someone, which we find out is Dolores because she said, like, I'm coming to you. Yeah. Um, so she meets with Dolores and then she gets another one of those voice messages while she's sitting there. She tries to call the number back, but the call could not be completed. Um, then Dolores shows up and ask, uh, she's asking Dolores, like, who am I basically? Um, Dolores was like, you know, who you, are, you know, who you are or something like this. Yeah. You know what I don't like? What and this mean? is just me not Go knowing ahead. information. Is Dolores bashing? No. Oh, this is me just like not, I don't like not knowing when she says, who am I? She's like, you know who you are. And I'm just like, okay, so y'all are still going with this mystery thing. Can y'all just tell us who the person is? <laughs> But whatever. Um, so then <laughs> uh, Dolores ends up turning off her emotions because she's starting to get like, because she pulled up her sleeve and it's like blood. It's like sticking to the suit, the suit jacket she has she's on. She's been cutting herself. Um, so then they go up to one of the rooms and she fixes her scars. And Dolores asks her like why she keeps doing it. And she says it's almost like Charlotte is trying to like take back control and cut out of her skin. This reminds me of Get Out. Oh. Do you remember in Get Out where their, their yeah. consciousness was still in there? That's mad scary. That is very scary. That's very scary, yeah. I, I, when I, I swear when I watched that the second time, I was like, this sounds like some shit from Get Out. Yo, imagine somebody being in your body while you're still in your body, but you yeah. have no control. And all they have to do is flash a light, and then you come through. Oh, they should have flashed a light in their face. You think that would have worked? No. Oh, okay. I mean, it worked in Get Out. Yeah. Um, 
Where else am I going with this? Um, so then she tells Dolores that Serac is uh trying to take control of Delos, and that there's a mole inside of the co- uh, the company. So, um, Dolores told her like she needs to find out. She's like, well, what if they find out that basically like I'm not who I am or whatever? And Dolores is like, that's not gonna happen because you're gonna find him and you're gonna kill him. Like, how's she gonna figure that out? Um, so basically, like she has Hale like lay down and go to sleep. Now the way that they're laying mm-hmm. in the bed. That's how she was laying with Teddy after he shot himself. Right. So I don't know if that's Teddy or who that is. Or it's Theodore. Or maybe, wow. <laughs> or maybe Dolores just likes to get close with everybody. Yeah. I don't know. She's a manipulator. She, you know, I mean, yeah. I have my, my things with Dolores. They're maybe not like uh, the same as you. <laughs> but I do <laughs> have, have some... Uh, some some issues with some things. Also, I noticed this on the second time I watched it. Her son asked her, he said, why won't you take me to go see real elephants? And she said, because there aren't any more. And I was like, so in this time frame, y'all done killed all the elephants and they don't exist no more. That's fudged up. I did notice that. That's fudged up. <sighs> and then like just based on like some of the stuff that they were saying back and forth to each other, Dolores and whoever is in Hale's body, I was trying to like figure it out, but I didn't know who it was. So like some of the stuff is like whoever it is was like they asked if it'll always be like this. Can they eventually be themselves? They feel alone. They don't know what they would do if they lost Dolores. Mm-hmm. Like shit like that. She's made herself their dependent. Their, what if it's Bernard in there? You or, think she copied? What if it's him? Arnold? Oh, you going somewhere now? Wouldn't it be crazy? You going somewhere now? I'm trying to figure out who it could even be. We gonna figure it out though. You <sighs> going somewhere though? I'm trying to because some people were saying like they think it might be her talking to herself, but it could be. She probably copied herself. I don't know. I'm thinking maybe it's, it has to be somebody that has a connection to her. Mm. Either it's Arnold. Who initially built her, right? Mm-hmm. And then she built Bernard. Or it's Teddy. Quite possibly Clementine. Or it's Armistice, I think is her name. But I really don't know who else it could be. I was thinking like kids and like stuff like that, but there were no kids that were around her. No. She didn't have a mother in the storyline, did she? No. At least not that I remember. I really want to know like who it is and it's kind of like driving me crazy but whoever is Hale you know they went to sleep and then Dolores left the room so then we get back to another scene with Hale um which this is kind of crazy so she she's back in her office and then she gets that clip of Charlotte um where she was recording a message for her son Nathan um she gets another voice message and then she tries to call the number back but of course she can't she shows up to pick up her son who's with some man named Tommy which Okay. Um, and he's, you know, her son is like over there petting the dog. So she's noticing that this man is rubbing his hand on top of her son's hand while he's rubbing on the dog. So yeah. you can see in her face, she's just like, oh, fuck no. Yeah. So, um, he's like saying, like asking him if he wants to see the dog again. And then he's like telling him that he's like really good at petting the dog. It's nasty. It's weird. 
It's real nasty. Um, so she approaches him and, you know, she says that Nathan really likes him. He tries to say that that's the first time that they ever met. She's like, no, because he just talked about you on Thursday and he really likes you. And I talked about a play date. Right. Yeah. Um, so then she sends Nathan off and then she just starts because I was confused at first when I first seen this. But I think we had already known. Mm-hmm. But I just for my second watch. But so she starts choking him. And then she says that most people don't want to see the real predator inside. So she she said, okay, whatever. So she says that um, this guy like helped her remember what it feels like to be her. And that he's not the only predator there. So I'm assuming that she's saying she's a predator, but in a different way. Hmm. Um, and then she took his dog and she said to uh, Nathan that he's her sunshine, sunshine, which she got from that clip. Yeah. So this guy was a pedophile. Big so pedophile, I'm cool. For real, for real, for real. I was cool with her choking him out. Choked the crap out that fool. Because you could see his facial expression change when she walked up. Um, he And he had lied and said, yeah, this is uh my first time meeting. She's like, no, it's not. Like, he just talked about you on Thursday. It's really disgusting. <laughs> it's extremely disgusting. Um, so that was another clue to who this might be when she said that he helped her remember who she is, uh, basically and what it feels like to be her and he's not the only predator there. So now I'm trying to, I'm still trying to figure out who it is. We'll figure it out. We ain't going to figure it out today. I need to know. We ain't going to figure it out today. Me don't like it. Yeah. Okay. Did you have any thoughts on this? I was cool with her choking him out. Yeah, I was fine with it. That's why I didn't didn't really bat an eye. I was like, oh. Yeah. Because I had initially said to myself, I was like, oh, is he a pedophile? But I wasn't really sure until I watched it the second time. I noticed his facial expression. I noticed him rubbing his hand on top of his. I didn't see that. I was half asleep. That's yeah. why I didn't see it. Yeah. I was just like, this is disgusting. Um, But, you know, there really are people out there like that. And they're extremely disgusting as well. Um, So we're going to move on to Caleb. You ready? Yep. You have anything you want to wrap up on that? or you No. Okay. No. Uh-uh. Nope. So we get to Caleb. I've just seen somebody name in the notes, whatever. Go ahead. <laughs> um, and of course he's still with Dolores. So an ambulance arrives and they notice that, uh, they can't care for her. Uh, they said like, she doesn't have things like platelet counts and things like that. Um, so, uh, a police car pulls up with people in it that are basically coming to kill her. Uh, Caleb got a notification on, I think that Rico app, um, that says that, uh, they've been bought. Whoever is in the uh, ambulance. All right. Um, she asked him to help her and Caleb's. Continue. <laughs> What's wrong? What are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. I was trying to like show you something with my hand. I, I oh. Like, Go ahead. <laughs> she asked him to help her and uh, Caleb stalls him. Um, and so she begins, you know, they begin shooting or whatever. Uh, Dolores gets up and kills them both. Uh, and then she leaves and she tells Caleb that they will, uh, now come after him. So he should like change his name. He should leave. And that the less he knows about her, the better. Yeah. I figured it was coming. He had to get tied in some way. Mm. So, um, excuse me. What's up? Nothing. Um, there's some pretty cool things in the scene. So the ambulance can diagnose people. Great. Which is probably a lifesaver. Yeah. And then also, if you pay attention, like when the police car was coming up, I guess the police car could override the ambulance and that's why it stopped. Mm, okay. No, I didn't notice that. I was like, that's really cool. I guess. Is it? It's a little scary. <laughs> <laughs> a 
Well, they were pulling them over. I wonder if they they can do that to anybody. That's what I was about to say. That's scary. So, like, if you're, oh yeah, you're right. Because what if I just feel like going on a high speed chase? Well, I guess you're gonna make it. What if I got the pedal to the metal? I do like that we're able to see how the outside world looks at this point because you know we spend a lot of time in West World Park. So it is kind of cool to see how things have advanced outside of the park itself. Pretty cool. So I wonder. Okay, so I'm assuming this park is in China, right? Or somewhere over in that area. I think it's in China. Asia or one of the islands off of Asia, something like that. It has to be because it has a significant amount of land mm-hmm. for this park to be what it is as far as like acreage and space and have all these You area. know what I would have liked to see? And maybe this would be About as big as Texas. Go ahead. And maybe it would have been too much information. Well, Dolores not knowing a lot about the outside world. Mm-hmm. How does she make it all the way to where she is? I would have liked, I mean, I know she's artificial intelligence, I guess you could say, but I would have liked to see how she did this, like her steps. Not saying that it's not possible. I just want to see the steps and like how she did it. Right. It'd be cool to have a breakdown. Because I'm like, okay, so she had to have gotten on a plane and like did all this other stuff, Mm -hmm. gotten this place to live. She had to go, she got somebody's DNA from Russia. Mm -hmm. Like, how does she do all this stuff? Right. I would have liked to see some of that. Some background to it. Yeah, I don't know that we're going to ever get that. Yeah. Um, did you have any comments on this this scene? No, not, not specific. I just was tripped out that you, right? Like, it's like the ambulance is diagnosing, but that will save a lot of lives and get you exactly the type of care that you need specifically for the person mm-hmm. at the time versus just holding pressure and doing the things that we do now that they do help, but, like, if we can do more, they yeah. do a lot. So question for you what do you think how advanced do you think technology is going to be in the next maybe five to ten years oh man uh there's no telling because mm-hmm. you know of course people point out all the time like oh we thought it's gonna be like the jetsons with flying cars by this time but and i mean we do have electric cars but it doesn't fly we don't need to, people, some people don't need to be people some people can't even handle the road you want them to be in the sky <laughs> that's true <laughs> so but like, how do you how do you envision this? Like, I don't know. I felt like at some point in my mind, I felt like it'd be an option to fly and an option to stay on the road. I think you have to have special provisions or special whatever to be able to fly. I don't think it should be given I'm to everybody. Thinking. I think that technology and medicine is going to be maybe not extremely advanced, but it's going to be very advanced, especially within the next ten years. And with people wanting to live longer. Mm-hmm. I also feel like we are going to get to a point because of how we are with social media and things like that. I feel like even jobs. So this whole work from home thing, this may become a thing at some point. Yeah. In order to uh, make sure things like this don't happen, but also because we're advancing further into the future. You can have meetings online. You can, I think social media may have introduced a lot of this different stuff. So some of these companies that don't allow things like just being able to work from home or like things of that nature better either adapt or die. 
it's a lot of it's, it's still a lot of people out here that don't even have like websites or like proper websites yeah so things gotta advance more i just i don't know like in my head i can kind of like see it but i'm not really sure i feel like we should probably cherish a lot of the things that we have now because things are going to change a lot especially like with everything that's going on right now things are going to change significantly Mm-hmm. Probably the way that we shop in the future is going to be different. Yeah, it's already pick up, <laughs> pick up now. They already have cars that are self driving, which I feel like we may end up going down that path. People may not be able to drive themselves they've anymore. Been, they've been talking about self driving cars twenty years ago. I remember watching videos. But you on noticed it. that car in this episode where she's when Charlotte's in the car, nobody's driving it. Mm-hmm. The car's driving itself. So I feel like there are going to be a lot of things that are going to. Because technology moves so fast. It literally changes every day. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. Probably like the next 10 years of stuff that like starts being developed. Yeah. I really hope things develop more in medical field. But in a good way. Yeah. In a great way. Yeah. Uh, Especially for treatments for certain things and everything like that. So I really hope that that develops by the grace of God. But I do think things are going to change a lot, especially like just the way we live day to day. And jobs are going to be probably become more automated yeah um robotic but i think that'll make a lot of things more healthier too because there won't be so many people in uh factories people working these weird hours and like that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying yeah i don't know i mean there's some good and some bad that comes with it but i don't know you didn't really give me like how you thought it was gonna look though oh i don't know yeah it's hard to imagine it is kind of hard to imagine. But I can definitely imagine it looking something slight of what's going on in Westworld. Not necessarily an exact amount because I look at how things look now in the places I've traveled, the few places I've been. It'll take a lot for a lot of stuff to have that type of look and that, that type of effect. A lot of people, probably myself included, and I wouldn't, wouldn't even lie, some people are going to have some a hard time with some of the changes that might come. Yeah. Like the way that we fly, the way that we travel, like all that stuff is probably going to change to some extent. Yeah, it should, though. That's just like in that that first episode. I mean, just like in general, you know, people have it where they have these smart houses where, you know, I'm not necessarily a fan of some of that stuff. I don't want an Alexa. I don't want like anything to talk to me. (laughs) Yeah. But things are listening to you. At the same time, unfortunately... It really can become like an adapter die thing. Yeah. Because it's going to be hard to kind of fight it at some point. But I think we're in a unique position because we're the millennials. Yeah, we grew We grew up learning it. I mean, the kids behind us or the generations behind us are going to yeah. be way more advanced. But at the same time, we're at a spot where, like, we mm-hmm. are some of the people that are creating a lot of these things. Very much true, yeah. So. That's true. I feel like a lot's going to change. Workspaces shopping we already have a lot of online shopping now yeah that's what i was saying to pick up even for your groceries to pick up the the peapod peapod's been around what's a peapod peapod where they oh. bring the groceries to your door yeah 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 well and then even like i don't know if they ever like got it done completely but you know amazon trying to have drones deliver your stuff to you it, it's, it's it'll happen either it's gonna be in self-driving uh vessels or whatever that will yeah. be dropping stuff off which is gonna suck because that's gonna put a lot of people out of work it will 
but it'll make new opportunities for people that will be able to fix those types of things and engineers and stuff like that mm. or those people that that's true it, so it'll it, it, create it'll, more. yeah it'll give up jobs but at the same time it'll create jobs so people want to change skill sets yeah yeah that's true that's a good observation i didn't think about that okay sorry i didn't mean like go off on a tangent I'll say <laughs> <you're fine. laughs> um so then we see later on uh that caleb he sees that he's now a target because he pops up on that regal app um, so he goes in, he says goodbye to his mother and then she asks him who he is and she says that she wants her son back. So that has to mean something in this episode. It means something. I don't know what it means. So of course, some people think that Caleb might be a host. We know Charlotte's a host. Right. Yeah. But some people think that Caleb might be a host. Right. And he's turned off his, whatever they call this thing, a transplant in his mouth. That you use a little thing. It's called a grip. Grip, but it's his transplant, though. I don't know what that is. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so then these two guys show up to capture him and ask him where Dolores is. Um, he doesn't give her up. He says that everything that happened that night was just him. Uh, so they attempt to get information from him. So they stick something into. Uh, that's what we were just talking about. It's called a grip. It's like this little thing in your mouth. Yeah. Um. So I wonder what that did because they stuck that in his mouth and then they had this tablet and they like turned it all the way up. I don't know if they turned the pain level up. Mm. And then he was saying like whoever the guy was, he was like, oh, you turned your grip off. Most people would kill for a military grade one. So oh. I don't know what the hell that is. Hmm. I'm not sure. Um, so then Dolores eventually shows up and then she saves him, of course, introduces herself and everything. Um, so then they're lead, they're walking together and then she has someone scrub Caleb's, Caleb's information. Um, and then she takes him out for breakfast or whatever. So once they're there, uh, for breakfast, she sits him at a table where he sat as a kid. She ordered him the meal that he orders once a year. Um, she says that he asked her like, has she been watching him or whatever? He said, no, but some, she said, no, but something has been watching you. Uh, she pulls out her tablet um and she shows him a, a transcript from what happened during his childhood when he was eight years old um where his mother left him there uh at the restaurant um and she was in institutionalized a few months later for schizophrenia so i don't know if that maybe has a reason as to why she maybe she doesn't know who her son is but people who are schizophrenic still know who people are right oh uh, yeah okay i've had people that are schizophrenic <laughs> oh okay um um where am i at where am i at um he asked her basically like how she knows everything about his worst memory or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and she says that that system, Rehoboam, um, which is an insight uh, program, she said that it was fed everybody's raw data, purchases, job search, doctor visits, calls, texts, and every aspect of their lives, which um, I don't think they had people's permission to do this is what she was saying. Um, and she said it's used to create a mirror world that included a composite of everyone. Mm. So something like what they did with Westworld. Yes. Which is pretty fucking creepy because they collect a lot of stuff on us now. Yes, they do. They were just talking about uh, that one app that everybody going crazy over. Mm, uh-huh. I ain't saying it here. Yeah. I'm not using it either. I'm not. I thought about it, but then I was like, I'm good. nope. I'm good. Can't go. That's just like that one app people were using the change their pictures and stuff oh uh, yeah now mm -hmm. i still kind of use that but i really don't it's just really i've deleted it like do you know what i'm talking about though? 
I'll what? tell you later. Oh, okay. I'm like, what? <laughs> Uh, so, uh, she tells him, she says, it's not about who he is, but who they'll let him become. Um, she, so she walks with him to the pier or whatever, where he's actually predicted to commit suicide in 10 to 12 years. So them predict, predicting that he's going to commit suicide is based on a couple of things. So she said it's based on his depression. It's based on his mother's mental illness, uh, his proficiency with firearms because he was in the service and his love for the ocean. Is that not creepy? That's beyond creepy. Extremely creepy. So, um, you know, she gives him the tablet. She shows him the data that they have on him and who they'll let him become. One of the things that was on there that I read on the screen is said that they didn't recommend that he marry anybody. It's weird. It's like weird, that system. <laughs> yeah, people need to start paying attention to these things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, she tells him that she started a revolution um, and that and you know and he tells her that basically like he'll join her because that's the one choice that he has which we don't know that <laughs> yeah oh my goodness I I just was sitting things and I was like, I'm like okay the way that she's describing this is some of the stuff that's happening today every app that you log on yeah you gotta is collecting all, data on you you gotta give all these permissions you go to the store. Remember when I told you I went on Kroger.com and I could see all my receipts on there? Yeah. That's how you get coupons. But on there, they're tracking your entire purchase. Right. Like, you're right. Pay attention to the stuff that happens around you. Not saying to freak out, but they do collect. That's what that whole Facebook thing was about, too. When they were collecting all that data and they were putting all those fake ads and stuff out there about, like, uh, when it came to politics and like things of that nature, because they knew they could sway the way people felt about stuff. Yeah. It's very weird. Like technology can be a very good thing, but at the same time, you are going to always have people that use it for the worst. Yeah, that's true. It just, like I saw that there was an app somewhere where you can like put it on somebody and it can like tell you information about that person. I don't remember that. I'll show you later, it, but it was supposed to be like for police use only. No. But I feel like I saw recently that that app got hacked. I'll have to look it up and see. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, and the the other thing is, too, you have people that are very, very careless with stuff. And you have people who like, oh, this can never be hacked. The same thing that happened, like, when I told you, like, the whole Bitcoin thing. Mm-hmm. I said it was a system that anybody can hack. I'm like, somebody's going to listen to that and take that as a challenge. And they're yeah. going to try to hack into it. I had a guy that I used to work with and I worked in like the warehouse or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was going to school to be tech. And he said they literally have classes for classes that, right? that mm-hmm. show you how to hack into any system. And you have projects to where you have to hack in certain things. Yeah, it's weird. It's just like he was able to give me like that's how I got that program for my computer. Mm-hmm. That uh, program to make like yeah. production and stuff on it because. He said that he found, he had went in there, he hacked it, and he found a way to find, like, a brand new copy that was, like, pretty much, like, cracked. It's crazy. Gotta pay attention, man. Um, So, we, this is just, you know, Dolores. So, we see that she calls that security guard who she copied. Mm-hmm. I think his name is, like, is it Colonel? Kern- Scar. Connell? Because he looks like Scar. He does not look like Scar. <laughs> um. I think she's talking about Liam when she asked him, like, how he took the news. Um, he says he's still grieving her loss. He called him lover boy. <laughs> he said he's still grieving her loss or whatever. Um, and he said that he can't find Serac in the system anywhere. 
So she asks him for uh, information on Caleb and says that uh, he tells her, you know, he starts to give her information. He said, oh, it looks like he's met with unexpected guests. This is when he was at the hospital, the facility where his mom was. Yeah. Um, and they also said that Insight lowered his life expectancy. That who? Insight, the program. When those guys came and got him to get oh, information out of him. Yeah. I guess based on that, they said that Insight lowered his life expectancy. That's creepy. It's creepy as hell. <laughs> so just based on that encounter, his life expectancy was lowered. Isn't this stuff nuts? It's beyond nuts. It's freaking... It's, it's, living it's, in that world be scary. But you know what? It's scary, but at the same time, for some reason, like, mysteries like this, like, they just do it for me. So it's like, I want to know more. I don't want to be part of it, but I just want to know more. <laughs> That's why you got to have that Mac... Guns don't always solve everything. And cheese. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, so to end this episode, um, so we see, this is back to Charlotte Hale. So we see her. She's replaying the recording from the park, um, that recording or whatever, and she hears the song that she sings her song, which is You Are My Sunshine. You Are called? My Sunshine, My Only Sunshine. Um, so she figures out that the voice messages, they're basically like the notes for the song. Which are very loud notes, by the way. Um, they're notes for the song that she sings to her son. And then she's able to like play it in a certain sequence so that she can call the number that keeps calling her. So once she's able to do that, she, you know, and the person answers the phone, they don't say anything, but she just says, I want to meet up. So then when she says that, the car changes directions and starts to drive her to the person that she says she wants to talk to. Yeah. So she's banging on the, she's like, where the hell are you going basically? And that's another thing about um the cars as cool as they are the fact that the thing just changed direction and you mm -hmm. don't know where the hell you're going yeah it ain't like it's a map in there telling you <laughs> yeah and then it's like you can get in the car and just tell that you want to go home probably uh yeah because it's probably tuned into everything that's a part of you it's probably they probably got chips in them ain't interesting honey um so we find out that the person that was on the other end is serac and that charlotte is actually the mole that's in the company or the mm. original Charlotte was. Mm. Crazy, right? Yeah. Um, so then he asked her if she's forgotten what their arrangement is and that she uh, that he wants what uh, she promised. So she promised him, I guess, profiles for every guest uh, that's in the park. Um, and he said he has some, but he wants the rest. And he said that she actually approached him. So I don't know that this in the, in the beginning was ever his like plan. Uh, oh. She approached him for it. Okay. Don't know how that went exactly. Um, and he said that she told him that she could smuggle it out or whatever. So, okay. So that, that was the information that was in the dad's head, right? I believe so. Maybe so she was if, to copies of, I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe so. So, okay. If she knew that they needed that information to get rescue and everything to get out of the park, how exactly was she going to get that to him? Don't know. Don't know. Okay, because she told him that everything was destroyed or whatever. But this is a different person in her body now, so. Also, this, when you bring that up, this is what rattled to me in my head. What? You can send something or you can send some information out. Mm -hmm. But if I knock the back of the fucking host's head out, I can just pull the pearl out. What do you mean? <laughs> like. He don't know she's a host. No, I'm saying like uh -huh. with the old Charlotte, like if you take the information that was in the, the Lord's father's head and you send it somewhere. Mm -hmm. 
even if I go break into somewhere, all I had to do was knock the back of the fucking host's head out. And just I don't go, think that it was going to stay in the host's head. I think that that was taking just, it out. They were going to take it out and get that information. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Because if you pay attention, he had May's information. Mm-hmm. So I'm in her information wasn't inside of a host at the time. So he may have just had it just so he could have that information for his system. Yeah, true. So, um, she says that, uh, she told him that the assets are out there, um, and that they just need the encryption key and that it's, uh, he told her that it's in the mind of Dolores. So encryption key, encryption key, I'm trying to think. The father had an encryption key in his head. It was a lot of stuff on there. A lot of things that they had on there. I mean, the I'm trying that, to think about what assets she's talking about. Oh, I don't know. When I think okay. about assets, I think about like the IP that they were talking about, like all the stuff that made up the, all that stuff that made up Westworld, what it was. Yeah. I'm not sure. Maybe I have to go back and do another watch. Sorry, I'm not many on. I'm too big. I apologize. Oh, <laughs> Um, and then we also see that Delos was a hologram. He wasn't actually there. So that's kind of how the episode ends. Yeah. So you have any uh, any uh, thoughts on the episode overall? Give me some. Uh, I think it was very telling. I want to know. I wish that Charlotte wasn't actually killed because they, yes. so we can see what happened. But I hope that they go back and initially show what happened. But as far as yeah. this episode goes... Uh-huh. Uh, I think it was a good tie-in. I figured some way that Caleb and Dolores were going to find a way to intertwine themselves. I just, I could just tell the way they Caleb was, and who? Uh, Dolores. Oh, they said Lauren. I was going to say, who the hell is that? I was going to say, who the hell is Lauren, too? <laughs> yeah. So if you had to rate this episode out of maybe five, what would you give it? I'd give it like a 4.1. It's a very random number. <laughs> yeah, it is, but it's yeah. 4.1. It's like a um, little, little chip up. What about you? I actually liked this episode. Um, and the reason why I liked it is because it gave background on Charlotte, which we didn't have very much. She just kind of popped up. We just knew she was from corporate or whatever. Um, and so to see the life that she had outside of there, because like I said, this is more like world build, building for the outside world. Yeah. So to see the life that she had outside of there, I think it was very interesting um, to see who she was as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, because, of course, we see that she had control when it came to things in the park, but it doesn't seem like she had a whole lot of control outside. She was yeah. forgetting to go get her son. Mm. Her relationship with, I'm assuming, her ex-husband or whatever kind of fell apart. Yeah. And it seemed like she kind of put her job maybe before relationships. It seems like she kind of valued that quite a bit. Yeah. Um. So it was nice to see uh, that information. I'm still curious about who's in her body. Of mm. course, we, we'll maybe find out uh, later. Um, as far as the pieces with Dolores, um, I kind of like her in this episode. Maybe it's because it felt like she was a bit calmer this episode. Yeah. So she wasn't just out being just like a killing machine. So in the beginning, she was just like trying to defend herself from being killed. So she killed the guys in the beginning. Sure. The way she drags people cracks me up kind of. <laughs> like she dragged the guys in the cop car because she needed this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So she did that, but I like it because she seemed a bit calmer and level-headed this episode. We know you hate Dolores. I don't hate Dolores. You do hate Dolores. Come on, just tell us. The actress portraying Dolores, she's doing a great job. Sure. Dolores' character is, huh? It's okay if you dislike it. It's a love-hate thing. Like I said before, like, I'm just trying to figure out, like, I'm pretty sure, I'm not the only one, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, 
that's trying to figure out what's her end goal here. Yeah. So. Um, but I liked it overall. Um, I, I of course I like that we sort of kind of learned a bit more about Caleb. I'm still kind of confused about him because, only because we, he's new. Yeah, I think we need to dive into him a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, like I liked it pretty much. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it as well. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. So that was it for this episode of What's the Plot. You got anything else? Uh, I do not. Nope. If you guys have any suggestions, any info that you want to share, any questions, hit us up at what is the plot at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Again, that is what is the plot it's scary, at gmail.com. Uh-huh. Uh, until next time, this is What's the Plot. You got anything to share? I don't. All right. See you guys later. All right. What's the plot? Oh, gosh. What's the plot?